Welcome to the Encore. Oh, wait. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. Welcome to, to the Encore. I'm going to be your echo. To the Encore. To the Encore room. Stop. Stop. That's really confusing. <laughs> Welcome to the Encore room podcast. I am your shadow, Peter Pan. And I am your host, <laughs> Wendy. Tink. <laughs> you look like Tink. Oh, thank you. My you name. be her for Halloween. I was Peter Pan one year. Oh, I want a Halloween costume so bad. Well, did you see that Urban Outfitters was selling? It's like um, leggings, a bra, uh, like a sports bra, and a long blonde wig and sunglasses, and it's called an influencer. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Stupid. Great. I know, but I like it. Uh, okay, so you are listening to the On Call Room. It's a Grey's Anatomy podcast, and it has spoilers. So get over it. Yeah, just we're not even going to announce it anymore, but we just wanted to announce it there. Just one last time. Well, we'll do it in the beginning of everyone, but we're not going to do it every time we say a spoiler. Oh, and like, well, sometimes I do, but I just kind of forget. Like, it's just... A joke. Yeah. It's a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, Brie, where can they find us? Um, so, if you want to donate to the podcast, you want to be a part of it more than just sitting yes. on yes. alone, listening to it with your headphones in, yes. or, you know, stifling your laughter at work. Um, if you want to, like, be a part of a community, uh, you can. You can find us at www.patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. I don't know if we've ever spelled that out. We haven't, but that was probably, that's probably why no one was being one. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash the on-call room. Um, there are three levels. You can be an intern, resident, or attending. Uh, we should add the fourth level of chief where you get to own the podcast. <gasps> should we just add another for like, what, how much do we need to be paid out again? We need to be paid out like $500 a month. That's not, we're only a hundred away from that. No, like one, you have to be one person donating that. Oh, I think it should be like much more than that. Like $50,000, buy us out. Oh, that, okay, sure. I'm right? not so cheap. $500. <laughs> well, I meant $500 a month. Would, what would that would be like? Would you buy out NPR for $500 a month? And Are we NPR? <laughs> I don't think so. I wish we were. I'm Lakshmi Singh. Okay. Um, and Instagram at the On Call Room Pod. Right. If you're cheap and you want to talk to us, that's the best way. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. But uh, probably soon we will be doing a Google Hangout. Yeah. Um, and that is an attending reward. Which is $10 a month. And we'll go $10 live. $10 a month is nothing, man. No. We spent, you, let's be honest. This wine is $10. If, yeah, I was going to say, if you are a Grey's Anatomy <laughs> watcher and an on-call room listener, you spend at least $250 a month on wine. <laughs> let's just be honest. So just throw 10 of that to the podcast. Buy Winking Owl. Yeah. And, and support the podcast. So yeah. um, what else do we have going on, Abby? Okay, so we are selling t-shirts and tank tops, and they are baller, and they are cute, and they are sassy. <laughs> they are for men and for women. Um, they are black, and they have the names, the last names of the five original interns, as well as your favorite co-host, Bree and Abby's names, written on them in a stylish way that is, like, aesthetically pleasing and not too busy. Like, mm-hmm. no one wants a t-shirt from your high school that says you played volleyball, but it has, like... But also, all of the names are in the shape of a buccaneer. Oh, <laughs> which is literally our high school. Yeah. Yeah, so... we Nobody wants that. No, this is very stylish. Like, it looks like it's the Queer Eye Fab Five also. Um, yeah. People might mistake it for that. Exactly. So, uh, anyways, you can find the link to purchase those on patreon.com slash the on-call room. So, and if you're going there, donate. Well, yeah, donate and buy something. It'll be great. But, anyways, the whole point of this is that you have one more week to place your order. October 24th is going to be the last day. I will not place any October 25th. They will be sent off to the printers. So if you want to give a Christmas gift to someone or to yourself or your mom doesn't know what to get you or your grandma, let's be real, and you're like, Grandma, I don't want any more socks. Although who doesn't, <laughs> who doesn't want, want socks? socks? Um, although my grandma buys those like fuzzy ones that don't even fit in shoes. No, those are the worst. My aunt like, always I want gets smart, smart wool. <laughs> yeah, every year. Like, buy me a pair of $20 socks, Yeah, thanks, because I'm not going to buy those for myself. Hell no. So anyways, go there. And buy maybe one. that's how you're feeling about the t-shirt. It's like, I'm not going to fucking buy that for myself so send the link to grandma yeah obviously don't give her this podcast to listen to I don't no, need any please. grandmas <laughs> listening to this fucking podcast I don't even think my grandma knows I have one I don't my grandmas are dead so <laughs> I'm sorry I mean it's just a thing <laughs> hi grandma um 
They're on your fridge. They're alive in spirit. Every yeah. time I fill up my wine, I say hello to them. Yeah, good. Um, so anyways, do that. And yeah. Do Ooh, we tried to get through that really fast. I think it, that's how it should be. Because No, I know. I'm just saying. So we seem a little frantic, but like we just had to get through all the bullshit. Do you ever Cut through st- the bullshit. Do you ever start a podcast and you have to wait fucking 10 minutes for do the Do you ever even... skip through it? Yeah, I skip I through always the ads. Do. Same. <sighs> We're the worst. No one listens to that part. But then I do. I still am influenced by the ads. Yeah. Like I do HelloFresh. If I wasn't owning my own business, I'd probably put my resume in ZipRecruiter. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I should do that. Well, actually, it's the other way around. It's if you need to hire. Oh, wait. I don't need to I hire. always think it's the other. Why don't they have <coughs> one where, I guess that's like Monster and Indeed. Yeah, that's probably. Which is just fake. It's fake. <laughs> do you um, have a Casper mattress? No, but I want one. I do too. That's what and, I mean. Like, I mean, I skip them, but I still know what it's for. Or stamps.com or whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm so, I've, re- I finally have come to terms. Like, I am deeply influenced by advertising, media, and what, like, influencers are doing so like if a famous person that i like their style is wearing something i will then buy it oh like i'm not original and i i'm kind of okay with that like i try to be original i think i'm original in my words and like my work but what i wear and one of the things i like not original at all i think that's fair that you admit that yeah i'm wearing like Literally, okay, all birds. Shoes that show up on Facebook ads all the time. Yeah, they are, just showed up on mine. Probably because I said their name. Yeah, I haven't seen it ever on my ads. They're definitely worth the purchase. I'll say that. Okay, Madewell. Like, I had to unfollow their emails because I was shopping too often because they'd send an email and be like, hey, we have these in. I'd be like, I need it. Yeah, same with Kohl's. Outdoor Voices, another brand I found via Instagram marketing. I've... I've seen their like, stuff too? Yeah. Also, I really like them because they are inclusive in their body types that they show. So, like, today I chatted with a girl, and I was like, this is a true story. I was like, hi, I ordered these leggings. When I wear them, like, my skin rolls over them. I was like, like, they fit, but, like, on your models on the website, like, it looks very seamless. I was like, should I be getting the next size up? Yeah. And she was like, well, you know, and then I was like, because I'm a circle shape, and, like, I'm a medium. I'm a, I'm a small medium. Yeah. And she was like, girl, I get you. I'm also a circle. I was like, literally what she typed. I was like, thank you. She's like, here, we will send you mediums. And with, like, basically, she sent me mediums for free and is, like, allowing me to return the ones. Like, I don't have to do that dumb thing where you return it. Oh, that's They're nice. They're just sending it. I just fucking love good companies. We, I want to be that good company. Yeah, so if you hate your t-shirt, too fucking bad. <laughs> yeah, don't come back. Go don't chat come with to us. me. Don't <laughs> chat with me about it. About your medium size. <laughs> Give it to someone else. <laughs> Donate it to Goodwill. I don't know. I'm sorry about that tangent. I just feel very passionate about, oh, about good companies. Yeah. Um, okay, so speaking, oh yeah, also like, I have all these, like, consumer thoughts, but I just spent a week in Hon- Honduras. Yeah, so tell the listeners about Yeah, it. so where, so there's a nonprofit called the Children's Home Project. It's really incredible if you all have a soft spot in your heart for um, nonprofits that provide education, like housing, food, just, like, honestly, f- pure fucking love to kids who don't otherwise get it. Uh, check them out. It's, uh, well, what is it? It's online. It's www.tchproject.org. I'm pretty sure. If you search, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. But um, I do work for them. My friend Win and I, who Win has been a guest, he uh, we go down there a couple times a year and do photos for them. Plus, we're just like friends with them, and we sponsor kids. And it's the first time. Like, okay, so in high school, I went on mission trips, and you would go to some random fucking place paint some goddamn door or like a, a school <laughs> and like take pictures. This, <laughs> this is awful, but like take pictures with kids that are in need of help and then disappear forever. Yeah. And like that unfortunately is the model of not all, but some like work trips. Mm-hmm. And I always like mission trips. Yeah. And um, I, I love those trips, but I always hated the fact that like, what is the point of going there and being this like gringo that goes and helps, but then you disappear forever. And like, what does that, what does that do for that person? Gringo is like white person. Okay. That's what they call us. But it's like kind of loving also. Well, no, I just didn't know. Yeah, no. So, uh, and so anyways, so my friends live there and I am become friends with the people with this nonprofit. And so it was my third time going, which is not even, I mean, there are people who've been there a million more times, but I plan on going for the rest of my life. And it's been so fucking incredible to go and like 
So I met the kids the first time, took a while for like them to be my friend because why would they, you know? But like now I truly feel like so invested in their lives. And like, even if I can't provide monetary (coughs) things, like I just like want to write letters and like just visit and just be like a constant little friend. And it's been so amazing. And so this week I went and Jake came with for the first time. Jake is my husband, for those of you that don't know. And it was just pure joy. Like... I went to Europe this summer and that you'd think is like a relaxing, fun trip, but it was like fun, but very stressful. This is so, this is my favorite kind of trip. Cause like, A, I don't care what I look like or what I wear. B, like you're just there for the purpose of spending time with, which is like such a, you don't have to go see things or go do mm-hmm. things. And, um, I don't know. It was just amazing. I just, those kids wore my heart and I could go on forever and do a children's home project podcast. So I want to ask, um, so these kids don't have family. There's two, um, there's one. Okay. So there's two aspects of the nonprofit. One is pro Nino, which is a children's group home. So these people, they might have family, but they don't live with them. They live full time in this group home. Um, it's like, I think it's ages, Correct me if I'm wrong, Jilly, who's listening, like 8 through 19 or something, or 6 through 19. Um, And some of them have been there most of their lives. Others have transferred in and out. But they have family, but they might not know them, or they just have been separated. And they provide education, food, housing, um, and they So do they try and help set them up for a life of success? Yes. So the goal is they graduate when they're 18 or 19, and then they hopefully will be set up for, like, like independent life. Okay. Um, and then the other aspect is Crayser, which is a, like, uh, there's a Bordeaux, which a Bordeaux is like what you think about when you're driving down the road in a country like that along the river where it's like shacks and houses built out of makeshift pieces. Mm-hmm. And they, some have running water, some don't. Like, it's a whole mixture of things. So there are kids there who have families who live with their families, but who needed a place to go after school that would, like, help them get their homework done have friends like do safe activities that aren't like being on the street and like working in the street or having jobs when you're seven years old like so it gives them a place to do that and so that is only I think I'm gonna be wrong it's like three or four years old so it's it's a newer project Um, so is it um men and women Yes, yeah, so the, the group home is is mostly boys, but there are some girls. But the girls live in their own house. Okay, um, and then Crayser is boys and girls. Okay, and it's just incredible. And if you want to know more, maybe if I'll help remind you, but in the show notes, I can put yep. like a blog post of mine that yes. like talks about it. But yeah, if you at all are interested in like volunteering or donating or anything, check it out. But it was just the best week, and like I just really want to learn Spanish. Mm-hmm. Call to action. If any of you are like fluent Spanish speakers and you want to like have me pay you to do lessons, I'd be all for it. The end. I love it. So anyways, it was great. And it was 99 degrees there. And then I came here and it was fall. It's supposed to be 80 on Wednesday though. Yeah. I'm down for it. You know? Yeah. It's like you're back in Honduras. (laughs) Yeah. Sort of. But not really. Oh, but my point was, and then I came home and like was looking at online shopping and I was like, whoa, what two worlds do I live in? very two very different words you can't even send mail there because like the post system is not a thing so then how do you send mail to like you send it to someone who's going there soon and they pack it in a suitcase whoa Mm -hmm. yeah so like when my friend wants something she has to tell someone who's coming the next time and wait until then I get pissed when my Amazon Prime is is two days late how who knows you know I don't know they don't know a while, forever, who knows? Just yeah, living. Is life. she paid uh, through fundraising? Fundraising, okay. Yeah, so yeah. it's because it's a nonprofit. Yep. So, so she's dedicating her time and her money and yep. life to this. It's crazy. Program. She's like a mom to like twenty five boys. That's at, awesome. At age like twenty four, twenty. Oh, I just want to give her a big hug. You can. You'll come with me sometime, and you can speak French to them. <laughs> Perfect, because I can barely speak French or English. Let's be honest. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so anyways, that's why I didn't watch the season premiere, but. Well, you were doing way better things I mean, your time. I mean, I was talking about Grace. I just wasn't watching it, so it was <laughs> fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it was fun, and then I came back, and I had a weekend of no wedding, so you and I hung out. We did. Yeah, we hung out and what ate did we do? stew. We, we ate stew. What else did, we were here for hours. For hours. I don't know what the did fuck we did. Did we watch did. something? 
John had on football. So we weren't watching anything. I think we just hung out and like <laughs> chatted. We ate a lot of pistachios at this table. Yeah, I know. I want to eat more, but I need a bowl. I mean, yeah. at the break, I'm going to have to get some. Yeah. So. But it was a great weekend and it was very fall-like and art prize-y-like if you're from Grand Rapids. And Yeah. Um, Apple picking. Yeah. Soccer kicking. Yeah, you went to a soccer game? Yeah, Tell me to, about it. I went to my niece's soccer game. She is, she's pretty fucking good. She you said her like, footwork is great. It is. Yeah, she does a little stop the ball and like flick it back and... She has a good kick on her, and... You said that, or did you feel like you were... This is a new question. On the episode of Parenthood, like, did you feel like you were a part of that? Like Par- the, like oh, the, fuck yeah, Like, your whole dude. family's there to watch Oh, my this. God, yeah. Both sets of grandparents were there. Oh, like, wow. Rachel and Adam. Oh. John was there. She had pressure to play well. Yeah, and then the twins, her little sisters, were there, my nieces, and, like... Yeah. What a time. It was, we were walking up. My my dad walks a little bit slower now. He's getting a little older. Um, so I was walking by my dad and he was like, well, this could be, you know, you could be doing this in a couple of years, Brie. Like meeting with my own kids. And I was like, ah! <laughs> well, also no. were you like, do baby infants? Play? Do infants play soccer, dad? Um, but it was very like, oh, we're like, doing family shit now. Oh, I love that. Yeah, but it was it was fun. It was cute. And she did a good job. I think she hates it, but... I hated it. I did too. But also, like, dude, parents are, like, a mean on the sidelines. Like, yes. screaming, like, screaming your name... And then call me by your name and like yelling at you while you're on the field. And like, this is not a new thing. Like they used to do it to my sister, like they, my best friend, Reva, like they like, yeah, it's like pro sports. Hey, fucking hustle. Pretty much. It's like you, they're seven. Yeah. But they got to be pro players someday. Yeah. I'm just kidding. My well, goal. So they can get their school paid for. Exactly. That's what they're cheering for. Yeah. That's exactly what they're cheering for. And also, did you know that my dream in life is to be a sports mom? Like I, what? like I have this weird fantasy. Like I want, if I have kids, them to be like, cause I was terrible at sports. Like we were not a sports family. Like that was, we watched, we didn't play. I so badly like want to be that mom of the kid that is the fucking quarter. Well, I don't want him to play football. Too dangerous. Thank you. But like, but like, you know, captain of the rhythmic gymnastics team. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, like I'm so proud and I've got a button on and I travel to all of the, like, my full time. That's me, but with, like... Um, well, and I want them to also be in theater. Don't Well, no, but mine twisted. is, like, youth art solo, like, well, yeah. singing, like, beautiful tenor. And he's, like, 17. I'm like, God damn it, that's my son. <laughs> yes. Wait, I want mine to be both, though. Is that possible? Yeah, I think so. Will they? What will be their flaw? Their ha- they'll be... They're- they'll be dumb as shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it won't matter. It doesn't matter, because they can play a great lacrosse game and... Oh, God. Hit a high C. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Jake and I both weren't in choir, so I don't know how that... Maybe they'll play, like, a beautiful instrument. Yeah, I feel like, you know, it's... Sports is kind of what's... You're both pretty athletic people. But I was not. Like, I don't have the drive. Well, your children will, because you'll make them. (laughs) (laughs) I think... Or maybe they'll be a great artist, like a painter or sculptor. That'd be fun. I'd really love if they were in Broadway, though. Yeah, and then you could meet all the Broadway yeah. stars. I'd be like, oh, I went to Dare Evan Hansen <laughs> when I was in the day. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, cool, cool old lady. Or it, it, I will be meeting Ben Platt because he's still on Broadway. Probably, yes. <gasps> wow. My child will be in Ben Platt's first directorial debut. Why isn't my child in that? Yours is side by side. <laughs> side. They are Alpha and Glinda. Oh my God! What a dr- picture! Our two girls. If we have girls, we would be living together. I think we're married at this point. I think it's our daughter. Our our no, daughters. No, no, no. We have two. Our daughters. Yeah. Do you think? But we is- are in a partnership together. Do you think that that whose is Glinda and whose Alphaba? I feel mine like- is Alphaba for sure. Fuck. That means my daughter has a very annoying high voice at all times. Well, I'm- actually, wait. No, mine is um. Who's the guy? What's his name? Dancing through, dance, yeah, what is dancing this? through life down, down at, at the, the Ozfest. Ozfest. <laughs> what is it? Ozdust. What is his name? Fiero. 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 
this yeah. is? No, mine's Bach. Bach? <laughs> it's because I'm in this chair and you felt sorry for me. Oh, isn't that right? Oh, I thought his name was Buck. It's Bach, B-O-Q. Oh, her name is Nessa. I'm so Nessa. proud of you. <laughs> Dr. Dillaman. Fiero. Wait, wait, wait. Mine's the goat. Fiero. <laughs> Mine's the goat. Something bad <laughs> is happening in ours. <laughs> no, I'm the goat. Oh, you are the goat. Do you think anyone knows what we're talking about? Oh, I actually Lindsay Hansen knows. Yeah, I think. Hi, Lindsay. <laughs> I said your last name. I'm so sorry. She's gonna kill you. Is that allowed? Uh, wow. I just like went down a like wicked rabbit hole. A wicked <laughs> rabbit hole. I just really want to listen to it now. What I if the too. second half of this episode is just the <laughs> just soundtrack? The whole soundtrack. <laughs> Maybe we can open it with like a little clip, though. Yeah, a little like um. Da, da, da. That's that's not that right musical. We'll we'll do it when we get in. But okay. Or maybe let's play it now, and then there'll be break music. I don't want the two music's to interlock. So we'll play it now. We'll say, hey, we're gonna Should talk. I... About, yeah, yeah. Pull it up on your phone. Pull up the opening number. Okay. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I forgot you have your own mic over there now. Yeah. So it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I don't even, sometimes I just don't even want to talk about Grace. Um, yeah, I just want to talk about. Hold it a little closer to the front. Yes. Yes. Yang. Correct. <laughs> Stevens. O'Malley and Grace. Here we go. And. Cheech. Cheech. <laughs> All right, we're gonna. All right, just keep it on. We're gonna get into the next episode. We can't wait to talk about it. All right, ready? Cut it. Good news. <laughs> Bree went outside, and I. We were both singing different parts of it. It's like when you hear a song. Do you ever hear a song, okay, and then, like, it's in your head all day and you keep singing this one part and then you get in your car and you turn your car on and it's playing that part and it's because, like, the reason it was in your head is it was the last thing you heard. Mm-hmm. That always, I'm always like, whoa, I was just singing that. And then I'm like, oh, well, that's why. <laughs> that's why I was singing that because you were listening to yes, it. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. What's your song that comes on when you turn on your car? I don't have one. Oh. That's just... You like I don't have like music on my phone. Like I just have Spotify, but you have like a song that pulls up like, like iTunes. Your iTunes doesn't. It? it doesn't do that. Never. No, Ugh. I've never had that happen to me. Fucking spot or iTunes. But yeah. Anyways, um, okay. I'm gonna read the monologue. Well, but, first well, of all, I'm gonna say what it four. is. I was going to. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Okay. <laughs> Please, will you say the title and then I will do the monologue? Okay. Um, <laughs> you have to say dot dot dot. Season four, episode seven, physical attraction, dot, 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 chemical reaction. All right. All right. I am Meredith Gray. Before we were doctors, I feel like it's actually, before we were doctors. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Before we were doctors. Before we we were doctors. (laughs) Before we were doctors. Before we were doctors. I'm your shadow. No. (laughs) Before we were doctors, we were med students, which was... (laughs) I can never do it now. I can't. Okay. I'm, I'm, hmm. You're doing great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't. I'm not going to be able to do it. No. Don't look at me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. I'm going to go really fast. Before we were doctors, we were med students, which. <laughs> <laughs> we were med students. Damn it, Bree. I'm sorry. You try reading it. Okay. <laughs> This is the point the whole time. Before we were doctors, we were med students, which meant we spent a lot of time studying chemistry. Popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) Popcorn Abby. Organic chemistry, (laughs) biochemistry. We learned it all. But when we are talking about... but (laughs) But when you're talking about human chemistry, only one thing matters. Popcorn Brie. 
Either you've got it or you d popcorn Abby. Owned. <laughs> <laughs> Chemistry. Either you've got it or you don't. Oh, that's like the second part. Like, I was like, wait, that's a terrible written monologue. But that last sentence is all she says at the end. Oh. Chemistry. Either you've got it or you don't. So basically, everyone, I can sum up this episode for you. It's that George and Izzy do not have chemistry. They do not at all. Let's just talk about that first. Just get it out. Like, let's just get it. Well, well, let's just do a quick one noter. One noter. First First note. And then shotgun. And then we'll get into that. My first note is the quote that was a That's my first note. Yeah, I was like, I feel like I don't ever want mine to be aerobic. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> Not no. Not for me. No, for them. <laughs> yeah. I will lay peacefully and take it all in. Um, take it all in. All right, my mom listens to this. Um, okay, so. Hi, mom. <laughs> okay, so let's, I feel like. Let's go through the things that they tried. So the first one is apparent. I love. First of all, I love that George and Izzy are reporting their findings to Meredith. Who, if George is saying to Meredith that the sex was bad, the sex is fucking bad because George and Meredith had the world's worst sex. Yeah. Also, that whole thing. I was like, I hate being in the middle of things. Like when two people come at you right. and like don't know the other person did. That fucking sucks. So here. We need to drink more wine for this episode. I do have to drive home. Well, we have a guest room right behind you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, but I do love that Meredith is the one they confide in. Mm-hmm. Because I just feel like in that moment when George is doing that, he's completely forgotten that, like. They even, had terrible sex. Yeah. Like, and she cried. The worst. Like, to me, the most. I think it should win worst sex scene in a, a show ever. Yeah. Because she fucking cried. Like the sad. <laughs> yeah. Like, Cried. are you almost done? Yeah. Like, oh, God, what you don't want to hear. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So try number one is Izzy was acting like a porn star, which is the funniest like way of George describing it. He's like, you know, porn, you watch porn, right? Okay. Well, and like, <laughs> yeah. And I can just picture what that might've been like, like trying to be overly like hot and sexy and and moaning and like right and putting her legs places it didn't need to but then and so then in that moment you're like ooh, izzy sucks at that but then you hear that george was packing her yeah which that would also suck um i guess so if you're gonna kiss your friend i'd feel like i'd peck them yeah so uh okay so that's try number one um and then is there something before the sex box of fun? Yeah, they, well, like, they try to have sex again, and they, like, hit noses. Oh, and, yeah. Like, oh, who even, who cares if you, uh, it's just. Yeah, it's just, like, they're, like, oh, this is awkward. So it's another moment mm-hmm. of, like, this is really awkward. And so then they have the house to themselves, and so she, no, 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 no. Before that, they have the thing in the fucking bathroom where he's, like, What's your fantasy or oh, whatever? And then, first of all, I can't sex in a shower. Well, what? But I wrote like, what's what, the fantasy? Yeah, what was it? Because he was like, my teeth hurt. Oh. <laughs> I, I was don't like, know. what did they do in the shower? And she like is shocked outside. She, he's like, that's what you want. She's like, no, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> like, what was it? I don't know. Like, I feel like it was supposed to be like. Listeners, if you know what it was, and I feel like I am not, like, Marge. We just heard a a spook. (laughs) Um, I spilled wine down my leg. But I feel like it was supposed to be, like, a, like, maybe, like, sexually crass thing that they were implying. Or, like, maybe something, like, funky or, I don't know. Or maybe it was really normal. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But, like, I literally don't know what they were implying with that. No, but I also... I just think... Sex, Am I naive? I, no, I just think sex in a shower is also difficult. Well, there's no it's lubrication, like, let's be honest. It's like level 10. Well, what happens with sex in a shower... You also need to be a small waif that you can be lifted into the air. That, and also, like, water just completely gets rid of any, any type of lubrication. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, and one of you's cold, one of you's hot. When it just, like, doesn't sound right. No, it just sucks. Like, let's just it's stop. Like, what, prepa- like, like, foreplay in the shower. Like, maybe suds each other up, but then go somewhere else. I think it's, like, a very padded bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With plush blankets and the perfect temperature. Yeah, and very dimmed lights. I mean, <laughs> I mean, And a T-shirt on. 
shirt that says that a very plush bed. Uh, what very else? dim Very light. dim lights and a t-shirt, t-shirt on. <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's like you read my mind. It's like you've been there. <laughs> Never once. Turn no. the air off. <laughs> Things that I... Feels cold. <laughs> Stop. I have to stay under these blankets. Stop packing me. <laughs> oh my god, I'm dying. Okay, so, um, yeah, that the bathroom. Why one. are you trying to take my t-shirt off? <laughs> this stays on. But you can be naked. You be naked. I will stay fully clothed. <laughs> just grind on top of me. <laughs> The t-shirt is just a truth. Yeah. I'd like to do a poll. I want to kind of, I kind of want to do a poll. Be like, who has sex and keeps their t-shirt on? I've done it before. Oh, I have many times. <laughs> or like you have a bra on or like. Yeah, you're just like, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Um. Anyways. I uh, want to take a poll. Who has had sex on with their pants Like who on most com- their- <laughs> Who most commonly just keeps the t-shirt on? Especially after you've gone out to eat to a large restaurant. Yeah, it just feels better. <laughs> yeah, like I feel sexier in this huge, like, giant fucking t-shirt. That I mean, that's, that's some not- like high school sport. I <laughs> my like okay. So many women are like, I get it. What men too? Yeah. What's everyone's pajama shirt? Like, what's your like? Do you have a sh- shirt? That I have a, my you pajama shirt. Sh- well, no, but my pajama <laughs> shirt is a huge, extra large Billy's t-shirt from the bar I worked at yeah Yeah, that's exactly what I mean like I'm trying to think what my most common nighttime shirt is or I have like a Planned Parenthood one (laughs) that sex in I support Planned Parenthood they would want that yeah my t-shirts have to be at least a men's large or extra large yeah cannot be a medium or a small no don't let it touch my body at all I want to not be able to tell what is the the t-shirt and what is my sheets. Like, I just wanted to feel the same. I want to get tangled. I want to be able, I like, I don't want to be able to leave the bed because I am entangled in how big this t-shirt is. Oh my God. Tank top is, I'm really sad that it's not warm out anymore because I like to sleep in like minimal clothing, like clothes, but like underwear and small tank top. I- I think what you just, you said your t-shirt had to be an extra, like, well, large. <laughs> That's not minimal two different clothing. things. <laughs> yeah. When I have sex, I have to wear the... So- <laughs> Men's larger, extra large shirt. <laughs> when I'm sleeping, I like to have as tight as clothes on as possible. The most sexual... Don't touch me. <laughs> I change into my men's XL shirt. In fact, you know what shirt I wear? My Grey's Anatomy podcast shirt. <laughs> Plug that shit. You know what shirt I love to have sex in? My Grey's Anatomy, the on-call room shirt. It's super soft. You know what, guys? That's what this actually you know, is. You know what our foreplay is? Is I just have him read the names to me, and I get super turned on, especially when he says, pre. <laughs> I'm going to have the hiccups that I'm laughing so hard. Or, or when he says, Abby and Brie. Like, yeah, yeah. Say it again. Say it again, Abby and But Brie. skip Steven. <laughs> uh, oh, my Lord. Wow. So, yeah, if you also. So, if you want to buy a t-shirt to have sex in. <laughs> we, the, size, the size goes up to uh, 4XL. <laughs> You can buy one for you guys. You and your partner can have sex in the same shirt. I'm going to try it. I'll try it and I'll report back. Wow, would that be fun? Wait, what if he wears the tank top and you wear the t-shirt? No, the, 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 the large, like the biggest size they make would be perfect because I'll be warm. Yeah. It's like a tent and, and we can't see each other. It's like a dim well, light. It's, well, it's, it's blackout curtains in there, let's be honest. Yeah, it's perfect. Wow, maybe I should do that. Yeah. For Christmas, Jake's getting a, a 4XL t-shirt with my name on it. And you yours. can put it in your, like, play box. Be like, ooh, it's our fun box and it's a 4XL t-shirt. Like, what do we do with this? You wear it. <laughs> exactly. George and Izzy should have tried that. Yeah. Um... Speaking of which, the fun boxes. I just said to Brie, any time that you say no pressure, that means yeah. all, the, all of the, the pressure. pressure. Everything is 
Everything is pressurized. So and was, her like chugging on that Jameson is very funny to me. Oh yeah, it's very relatable. And also that was It's like, very relatable. I'd be like, okay, so like you're not like having sex has been difficult. So here's a po- box full of sex toys. This will be easy. That's no. like level five or ten. No, 20 that, maybe? That is not easy. That's like puts a ton of pressure yeah. on it. Yeah. Like, here's the other thing. Okay, I'm just going to get real for a second because this is a real podcast. <laughs> sex is not something I think that necessarily, like, comes super easily. And yeah. I think, like, it is okay to have mundane sex. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be mind-blowing the first time. Okay, because let's talk about George and Izzy. They had sex drunk Drunk once. their first time. And, like, he, she brings it up, and he's like, it comes in flashbacks of, like, whatever. I barely remember it. Like, it wasn't probably, honestly, that good, but they were fucking wasted. So and they, he was married. It was, like, the untainable. The, yeah, it's like that, like, oh, God, we shouldn't be together, yeah. which makes it sexy, whatever. So... I think, like, they're putting way too much pressure on that. Like, I understand, like, sometimes people don't have chemistry. I think, like, in this situation, like, Izzy and George are very good friends. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that is really what it is. But, like, I just don't want people to see this story and hear us talking about it. That, like, sex is something that can't be worked on. And if you, like, don't got it right away, then you don't have it ever. Like... That is, I think that's fucking bullshit because it, like, as much as we're joking about, like, wearing a t-shirt and this and that, like, (laughs) sex is a really vulnerable thing. And so sometimes it is going to be super awkward and shitty. And, like, if you're with a partner who you care about and, like, then you can just work on that shit. Yeah, I I would love to see, like, a Grey's episode or something or where this storyline happens with a couple who then stays together and is right for each other. Yeah, because it's, like... Everything in 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 shows is just teaches first of all teaches women that if a man like touches your back you should immediately orgasm <laughs> and that if he pounds into you like that's porn that's like TV shows and I think it's bullshit yeah and then I also think that you know they don't show a lot of things on like TV shows where it's like, oh, it's the married couple that has all the moves down and like right, has 15 it. minute romps and they're right. like, well, that was whatever. Marge, get Marge my stop. <laughs> Sorry, Marge. Marge, I'm break here. Touch. No, she's fine. Oh, she growled at me. She didn't growl. Come on, get out of my bag. <laughs> okay. Um,. So I just feel like it's super frustrating that they've, like, had sex, what, probably four or five times. And then she's like, here are all the sex toys. Like, what are you, why don't you just, like, keep having sex? Right. Although in this case, I don't know if it's solvable. No, I I don't think it is. But but I'm making the point of, like, like you said. This is the solution. Yeah, it's not going to make it any less pressure. No, it's so much pressure. Like so offering scary. a like hat box. Yeah. Also, they <laughs> Do you, don't have the house themselves. Alex Karev is sitting outside in the dark, yeah. which is just listening. You can like hear it faintly. And also, how much more pressure on that too? That like, let's have sex on the couch in the open. Like, yeah, yeah. just like adding way too many elements of right, like. Right. No, just go back to your bedroom and have like missionary sex and just like try and make it work. And if that doesn't work, then, then you tried. Then, then you try. <laughs> I just think it's also interesting that Krev is nice enough not to just go in there and be like, get the fuck, you know, like. Yeah. He must be very afraid. It must be ugly in there. Well, yeah, she has a hat box of goodies. <laughs> also, it's a hat box. And also, I was like kind of grossed out by George being like, what's your fantasy? Like, I will do Anything. I know, because George saying it. It's I like, know, I was like. Ew. I think George is to us all our like little brothers. Yeah. Or best friends. Best friends are like, no, don't. I don't want you to perform. It is interesting. Like, remember how I've had that opinion of like, I feel like they could be good together. Like I wanted them to be when I first watched this show. But I don't feel like a, like a very like sexual chemistry, even without the sex scenes where they're failing. Like, there's just not... No, well, like, we've talked about they're not (laughs) kissing. The only one there was was, like, the initial, like, when they couldn't have each other. No, no, there is... 
So yeah, I'm not like all this argument. I these this yeah. argument I made about sex is not to say that I think George and Izzy should be together. Right. No, but I, I'm just pointing out that I feel like there are some like really good stable relationships that like that struggle. Have the same. Yeah. Yeah, and like I don't think it's something to just write off. But George and Izzy are clearly just best friends. Yes. I was great. I like that. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Um, then we have sex god, Alex Karev. Why is he a sex god? He called, well, he says to Lexi, like, I bet oh, your yeah, legs like your legs are shaking. Like, what? Also, though, like, jealous of his confidence, you know? I don't know. I feel like Karev is not a sex god. <clears throat> I feel like he'd be pretty good. I think he he does cry. What are you going to live for? <laughs> what are you going to die for? Um, okay, should we do a shotgun workup before we get too crazy? Yeah, we have Jerry Crap Guy. Jerry who can't shit. Lady with baby, baby. adopted baby and baby. And then we have the marble boy. Marble boy. Yeah, marble boy. Who that, oh God, that storyline haunts me. Well, let's just talk about that real quick. He's like, he ate more and then he throws up magnets and there's literally eight there. So I'm like, well, he threw them all up. Question. The math was not on, is what I'm saying. No. Uh-oh. Oh, big yawn. <sighs> oh, sorry, listeners. Uh, okay, so... Okay, so... I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that boy eats those magnetic marbles, which I understand the terrifying aspect of, like, magnets in your body. Like, that can't be great. But I'm also thinking about holding those marbles in my hand... And the magnetic pull is not that strong. So like Is it different in your body? Because it's like contained. I don't know, but I'm just thinking about when, you know, there's that scene where like, it's moving, it's like a bullet, a slow motion bullet. Yeah. I can hold a magnet on either side of like a piece of cheese and it won't break through the cheese. <laughs> How does it break through the body? I'd like to know if this storyline has actually happened before. I feel like there are strong magnets, but I don't feel like children's marbles are strong enough. No, I agree. But it was interesting, and I was like, oh, shit, he ate magnets. Yeah, because he wants his parents to get divorced. Yep, which is interesting. Yeah, sad. Who is the mom in? Tell me. What's she in? She's the DA in Special Victims (gasps) Unit. Oh, thank you. I knew I recognized her. Yep. Was waiting for that one. Yep. Um, And then... So wait, what's that physical attraction, chemical reaction? Oh, like the parents, sometimes there's not a, a physical attraction or like they shouldn't be together. Well, and it, they talked about how like in the beginning they were, oh. but then like shit happened and they. Yeah, I'm just like, I didn't really think about the name of the. Yeah. So like they, I got it with Izzy, but then even with like the guy with the baby, like sometimes it's not there naturally, but you have to. Right. And then with like. The crap guy, he, like, um, has sex with the... Yeah, girl. With, uh, the face just have, like, lift or something. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. She was a patient, too, I guess. We yep. didn't put her down. Um, okay, should we go through this one just kind of, like, through our notes and what stood out? I, yeah, I don't have a ton of notes. I'm going to be completely honest. Like, I think most of this episode was about George and Izzy, if yeah. I'm being honest. So, okay, let's just go through it, through our thing. I have a lot of notes, so I think that'll help guide it, and we'll just kind of sure. touch there. Go so, for it. Um, okay, uh, Christina paints Burke's apartment, which is her apartment, red, did, yep. because red like blood. Also, red is, because she goes red like a happy color, and then she goes red like blood, which red would be the most stressful color for your house. I wrote red paint. Interesting choice. Yeah. yeah. That shit does not make you feel calm or make no. you want to go to bed. They talk about, like, feng shui and shit. You should not have a red bedroom. Yeah. You will not sleep. That sounds very terrifying to me. Yeah. Um, we got Christina and Hans still not going together. No. Um, legs are shaking. We got, oh, I go, damn, Alex must be good. That's one of my notes. He must be. Um, okay. I actually loved this. Um, Alex says this. I'm trying to remember who he says. He says, your issues can't be my issues. I think he says it to Meredith. Like, because Meredith. At the end? It's or in a, no, like, this is or like in, in the, the beginning, beginning okay. when she's saying like I don't want you to see her, you know, see my okay. sister anymore, and it's because he's. I think it's just true. Like, again, Karev is fucking honest, and sometimes that makes him a douchebag, but sometimes it makes him like just a good, honest person. No, I think that's. I don't think it is fair for Meredith to ask Karev not to sleep with Lexi yeah. or hang out with Lexi or yeah. 
I, I just, I don't think it's fair. Like Lexi, here's the thing. Lexi has not done anything to Meredith. If like Karev was wanting to hang out with Thatcher, that would be different. Right. Or like, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to Lexi's think. Lexi's just like a product of the, like. Karev wanted to hang out with Addison. Yeah. That would be different. But like Lexi literally just wants to be friends with Meredith, be her sister, get to know her. And, and and it's fair that Meredith doesn't want that. Like, it's too sensitive. It's too close to home. Like, I don't want to do that. But, like, then you can't control your f- friends. Right. Yeah, it's it's not right, but it, she's just acting out emotionally. And I feel like, again, Alex sums it up by saying, your issues can't be mine. Like, mm-hmm. this is your issue, but it doesn't affect me. So, like, stop, like quit you know, quit it, quit right. it with that. Um, I'll just keep on that storyline really quick. Um, so the, when Alex and Meredith are outside the house, when George and Izzy are playing, Meredith makes a rule to Lexi that it's about Lexi that they can't sleep together. I said, it's not fair, but it's heated. Um, I said, Alex makes a good point. I think it's, oh, cause he's like, you do care. And she's like, I don't care. And he's like, if you don't want her to be your sister so much, why are you right. like acting so much? I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yep, um, and then I'm just getting to the end. So then Lexi, with this storyline, Lexi invites Karev to the uh, on-call room, which is such a weird, like, Do you want to so meet up in the on-call room? I feel like she's so cutesy, and I mean, like, that's me just assuming, and, like, she only knows Karev for this past, like, beginning of the year. She has no idea of his past, whatever. And so, like, I just feel like it's so, I don't know, it was just a weird scene for me, but... Um, he says no, and then she's passed out at a bar, and Meredith says, fine, go get her. Yeah, because she, because Lexi said that she doesn't like apples. And, she shared about herself, made right. her a person. Yeah, and so I did like that Meredith at the end was like, Creville, you take my sister home. She plays trombone. That's yeah, <laughs> which is, it's Yeah, she, cute. you're right. She calls her her sister, and there's an earlier scene in this episode where um, Lexi, the patient is like, oh, Gray, are you two sisters? And she says, no, just yeah. similar last names. Yeah. So, yeah. Same, not similar. Same. That's what I, I knew you were going to. I knew <laughs> I said the wrong word, but I thought you would brush over it. But you didn't. <laughs> um, okay. So, end of the episode. I mean, this is the storyline, so we might as well go there. She, Karev drops Lexi off and Thatcher comes out. Oh. And this is when we see that Thatcher is well, yeah, an no alcoholic. Yeah, page. Yeah, so again, oh, here we go. I said, oh, sorry. I keep saying sorry in oh, like a hundred times. <laughs> sorry. We've had some wine. <laughs> but no, but I also, we've recorded a lot of episodes. Yeah. But Alex says, I don't need another chick with issues. That was another phrase he said, which I think is brilliant because. When did he say that? I missed that one. Um. It's when they're at the bar, and he's like, why oh. why aren't you with my sister? And he said, you told me not to. I don't need another chick with issues. Gotcha. But, yeah, so then Thatcher's there, which I, I just think is so... Krev instantly sees what's happening and, like, steps up to help. Yeah, and he, it's available. He's been through it. He gets it. He just it. knows. And we still don't know that he's had this issue. Like, right. we know this because we've seen Grays, and in that fucking fan video I watched today, like... It shows the whole episodes when his brother comes in. Yeah. And Bailey and Meredith learn all about his past. And then his dad is in there and we yeah. learn all about that. And um which do you know what season that's in? His brother? Yeah. It's coming in soon because uh, this ep- is this season? It uh I it's either this season or next season. Okay. It's because, very soon. Yeah, he even says to Izzy in those seasons when they're together, like I've done this before. Yeah. Like, I know I'm here. I want to take care of you. And I, that just, like, breaks my heart. Because right away, he steps in as, like, a caretaker. He's like, all right, I know this guy needs booze. Let me do this for you. Yeah, and he, he does not judgmental. A, a really respectful way. And I think a big part of it, he does it for Lexi. Like, because mm-hmm. Lexi's super embarrassed. Yeah. And she's drunk, and she can't go. And, you know, so he's just like, I get it. I'll take care of it. He does, I, I just, like, he doesn't even ask me what's wrong. He says... What what do you need? Scotch? Like he, yeah, scotch, he just gin, knows. Vodka. Yeah. It's really devastating. And then and then Lexi says, don't tell Meredith. Yeah. Which I don't think he does. No, I feel like Alex is the person that 
wouldn't. He would somehow direct her there in a way that is, like, not telling her. But, yeah. like, yeah, he wouldn't. So that's heartbreaking to know that, like, because Lexi's kind of been, I don't know, not annoying, but you just, you think she still has this flowery life. And then we realize, like, oh, it's- shit's going on at home, which I guess I... We didn't really real. Why isn't Lexi living alone? Is she or like somewhere else? Is she living with her dad because, because she's trying to take care of her? Right, dad? and like since her mom died. Yeah, but also it makes you wonder, realize, I guess, even more why we keep saying like she's so annoying with trying to get Meredith's attention, but maybe she really needs a, a friend and a and sister a, and a family member. Right, and so that like it gives whole new meaning to like her being persistent with Meredith. I guess. Yep, I agree. Um. And I thought Meredith was completely out of line when she called out Lexi. It was dumb. (laughs) Like, go live your own life. Yeah, it was dumb. Also, Um, wait, hold on. This is still the Lexi Karev um, story. Cool lounge. Oh, yeah. What, first of all, what is this lounge? It's the residence. So they always have this? So they don't have a locker, like, you know, the intern locker room. They, those are their lockers now. Where do the attendings go? They have, like, a different place. Lounge. Wow. Yeah. The lounge. Cool lounge. Cool lounge. Good pickup Stupid. line. Stupid. Um, Should we talk about the Bailey and Chief Kaylee? Yeah, because it's fucking cute. Um, I just want to say Chief, like, says you to Bailey, like, you've been, like, doing all this shit without any of the recognition. Like, you've been being chief resident or whatever. So why, and, and like you deserve it and you deserve the recognition and you should have gotten the job. So why the fuck didn't chief give her the job to begin with? I'll never Like do. she's, ob- she was, I know it's the plot and the storyline and whatever, but she was obviously the one for the job from the beginning. Well, was he still thinking because she had a kid and, and then the Izzy with the Denny? And yeah, the- I can't remember what the fuck happened. Yeah, it's the wine. I think it was that, but like she was still the best option. Yeah. And I think it it had to play out this way because Kelly kind of has to lose it all. She yeah. lost her marriage and then she got fired. You know, like She's not she's still orthopedic surgeon though, right? She's just not chief mm-hmm. resident anymore. Right. She's just not chief resident, but like it's kind of like she has to Kelly has to hit rock bottom type yeah. thing. Yep, I agree. And I feel like it made for sweet, sweet victory, though, that little scene. Yeah, where, where they hug. Yeah, Bailey, like, just burst into tears. And she, well, first she said, it's about time you noticed. And yeah. I just thought, also, I like that Bailey isn't saying when he's asking all these questions, like, well, I did that. Like, she kind of is, but she's she's letting Callie have her moment. Yeah. Even though she's not seizing the moment. Yeah. Um, it is interesting that Bailey does that. Like, a couple episodes ago where Bailey comes to Callie and is like, I'll, like, work with you. I'll help you out or It could whatever. be passive. Like, Bailey, no- Bailey. Bailey knows if she does this. <laughs> Bailey, Callie. <laughs> like, she could know that, like, by doing this, it might. Like, shed some light on the situation exactly. or whatever. I think that's what's happening. So she's really not doing it out of a caring place but to get a one-off I think on she's Callie. really fucking smart. And, yeah, she knows it'll get her the job. Yeah. Um, that kind of sucks. Yeah, but don't you agree? No, I think that's what Bailey... I th- I think you're right. I think that's what Bailey did. <laughs> I'm sad to see Bailey end. Sad to see Bailey go. <laughs> team Bailey. Team Bailey all the way. I'm team beef. Chief and Bailey. <laughs> oh my God, that's so good. I am though. They're just... I love their friendship. I just love them so much. Uh, they did a, someone posted on the On Call Room Facebook group, like a current video where Grey's stars took this dumbass quiz to see. I need to watch that. It's, it's, the quiz they take is super dumb. Like, I don't know who made it. It's terrible. But it, then it like said which character they were. And Bailey and Chief like took it together and like agreed on each other's answers. And James Pickens Jr. is just fucking hilarious to me. And they got Miranda Bailey. And she goes, what did she say? She goes, I I am me. Or no, I wrote it. I it was like I am me. You are me. Or, or was, I don't know. It's just they say the fu- it's so dumb. I'm not making it seem funny. I'm gonna watch it tonight. But it was with really you. funny. Um Magnetic Marbles. Oh, just little things about Mark Sloan. He's obsessed with Han because he's really attracted to like that he can't have her and her confidence, but he's he also has to convince people that he's <coughs> changing lives with by facelifts. Like he's yeah. like, I'm changing lives. 
Also, him and Yang talking about ortho, and they both at the same time say carpentry. Like that. <laughs> yep, yep. It's like yep. my favorite. I like cackled at that part. <laughs> um, I'm not also. Oh, this is the part I want to give a shout out to everyone. Um, if you listen to the bonus episode um, this month, we talk about how the new ortho god blares oh, yeah. music. Um, in the OR, and Callie is doing the same thing. So yep. it's like an Meanwhile, shit is going like that. Like she's blaring music and operating, and that's when shit is all like, like blowing going up. Yeah. Yeah. Because Chief walks in and goes, Oh dear. Yeah. Um, should we talk a little bit about, or do we really need to, about the dude and his uh, baby? I'll say one little thing on it, but I just wanted to circle back and say that the quote Miranda Bailey, or the real Chandra Wilson, is that her name? Yeah, says about the quiz that she goes, I am myself, you are me. <laughs> and I just think it's really funny. Um, so the only thing I, I mean, that storyline is sad and whatever, but I, I think it's to show that like, sometimes there might not be an innate attraction. You have to put a step forward to make that happen. Like it's almost the opposite of, of George and George and Izzy. Yeah, like it's playing so, like the mirror. Right. Thing. So like he didn't think there was like this baby and him were not gonna like have a connection, but then like he recognized that they did and he had to take that step forward and he was holding her and then there was like kind of like Meredith and Lexi. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Whoa. That's like we just hit some deep deep shit. Deep shit. We hit a deep part of part of <laughs> part of the bottle of wine. <laughs> We've entered a deep portal. Portal of beef and bit Bali. What, what was it? Bali. Bali. <laughs> um, We're not even oh, speaking words. Well, anymore. we forgot to talk about the best relationship. Derek and Chief. Derek says that without... They have a lover's quarrel. De- yeah, Derek says that without him... Well, yeah, he, Mark says they're having a lover's quarrel. quarrel and uh, Girl. <laughs> and oh my god, I'm fine. And Mark and Mark is like, or no, Chief goes, we're not having a quarrel. And Derek's like, we're not lovers. Like they like, I love that they both like find different parts to be upset about. But Derek quote says, uh, Chief would starve in a dirty shirt if it weren't yeah, for him. I love that in a dirty shirt. He's like, I'll pick up my own laundry. That's fine. But why was he making Derek do it anyway? I don't know. It's is this just for fun? It's just funny. It is like. And fucking Chief, this is the episode where Chief walks in on Meredith. Yeah. And, and he was like, oh no, movie night. And Chief like walks in and is like, oh my God. I love how Meredith's response though. Like she totally just flat, flat. like <laughs> flattens down on the bed. Cause you know, everyone's been there when you're like college roommate yeah. walks in, you're like, oh God. And you just, you know, pancake down. Even Derek pulls his blanket up, which like <laughs> he doesn't have boobs. Yeah. It's just, oh. Um, I, I just love to the argument that Chief's like, no, you need to like, let me know when someone's here. And he's like, no, you need to knock. And yeah. like, they can't come to a conclusion on that. Yeah. Which no, Chief needs to knock. To knock. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And then. Also, um, just a quick note. I crap like clockwork that line. Oh yeah. He misses it. Who wouldn't? Yeah. I loved that line. I was like, I get it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Uh, oh, Chief married young. He needs to learn. That's also sad, kind of. He's never been a single guy. Yeah, and I think it's this the first time that we hear that Adele filed for divorce. Yeah. Like, we actually hear that, right? Right, right. Um, so that sucks. And Mark is flirting with Han, and Han bas- doesn't yet tell him that she likes women. Wait, hold on. I want to go back to this. Why did Adele file for divorce? Because he actually didn't retire? Like, when in this storyline... Like, I know it was back and forth, but then remember the baby thing, the miscarriage I think it happened thing happened? With, I think it happened with the Camille. Is that what it was? Yeah, okay. Yep, I think that's when, when it went down. Okay. Um... Yeah. I like can't follow that storyline. Yeah, it's very because it does it happens behind the scenes. Yeah. Like you only hear about it once in a while. Until Richard. Richard. <laughs> um Thank God she's not in this episode. She comes back though, you just like a fucking her like cold a, sore. Like a cold which sore. I have on my inner lip. No, I um, thought you were gonna say inner thigh. <laughs> Mark tries flirting with Han. Okay, do we Han is always gay, correct? Han, okay. I get confused. Or is it... No. Han 
Okay, I want to be sensitive because, like, I don't know. Are you always gay or are you not always gay? You know, but, like, to the viewers, let's just use it in this way. To the viewers, she says a couple episodes ago that she's into men. She makes that specific Oh, yeah, to Christina. Yeah. So, um... Her, when her and Callie start flirting, like, Han has never been with a woman and neither has Callie. Okay, that's the part I forgot about yes, the story. They, neither of them have ever been with women. Gotcha. And then Han, like, has a moment. We'll get to that in a couple episodes. Okay. Okay, that clears things up to me. I completely forgot how that went. Yeah. Um. So Mark is flirting with Han and I love. I kind of love that Han owns. Like you're not actually attracted to me. You're just attracted to my confidence, my this, my way, skills, my, my skills as a surgeon, and the fact that you like I'm not attracted to you. Right. Which is really the chase. It's the chase. It's the it's the physical attraction, chemical reaction. Yeah. And no, uh, Sloane is not attracted no. to Han. No. Um. They have no chemistry, Izzy and George, the end. That's how it ends. They fake it, which is so sick. Well, like, yeah, that last scene where they're like, that was so good. And scene. as the viewer, for a second, I was like, wait, I thought they never had good sex. Like, yeah. Because they're faking it. <coughs> and then. Yeah. Yeah. And then Izzy's like, you're lying. He's like, yeah, you are too. And it's like, oh, no. I don't remember how it plays out. So it'll be interesting for me to see that again. Yeah. I just remember being devastated by these two episodes the first time I saw it. Which is, like, isn't it crazy how as you get older and also when you rewatch shit over yeah. and over again, it, like, stings a little less? Yeah, yeah. But I was so... Because, like, you waited a whole season for them to finally be together. That's the thing that's really annoying, I, I think, is, like, you waited forever for this to happen. And I feel like it, like, crumbles very quickly. Yeah, it crumbles way faster than it builds. Yeah, and so that, I think, is... It, I don't know that it's poor writing. Maybe it's good writing, because it's like... I think that's how it probably happens in real life. Yeah, it's like, oh, shit, actually, we're not supposed to The chase to is probably so much more enticing and whatever than... Yeah. But I was just like, it was such a letdown, because you invested in it, and, like, I'm telling you, those elevator scenes way back, like, a season ago, or early in this season, or last season, when they're, like, close, but they don't do anything. Yeah. Ugh. Sexy. Okay. No, it's in trivia? Uh, the episode's title originate. Oh. oh, you were doing this one. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. No, it's in trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Read it as slow as this fucking possible. This episode's title. Okay, I like did this Sydney. the other day in the car with John. I was reading a recipe, and I was speaking in this really weird accent, <laughs> and I was cracking myself up, and John wasn't laughing at all. I was like, this episode's title originated from the songs physical attraction closer to the and chemical reaction and like keep going oh originally sung by madonna and snyderman (laughs) respectively like killing myself will you keep doing it so i can record you doing this this episode okay ready set sorry listeners and this episode scored 19.15 Million viewers. There is no gray matter blog post for this episode, most likely due to the Writers Guild of America strike. That's it. Ooh, I love it. Which character? Who is that? I don't know, but I read like a whole recipe. I was like, two tablespoons salt. <laughs> and I was killing myself. He didn't laugh at all. He didn't oh, I think his- it's funny. It's a good character. This is weird. It's kind of like salad fingers. I think I'm going to make a bold statement. What are you going to say? (laughs) I think from now on, notes and trivia should be read. Notes and trivia. Yeah. No, that's very, it's perfect for a recipe or notes and trivia. Like, yeah. This episode's God. And you don't have to go as slow, you know, maybe it's a little creepy going that slow. What what would be the name? Is it a boy or girl? It's hard. It's neither. Neither. It kind of sounds like bird watcher. Kind of, kind of sounds like salad fingers. The warbler. The um, can you do it? I like it. You have to make it a kind of up into your nose. Yeah, like on top of the roof of your mouth, (laughs) and then you end. I'm not even gonna try with a plie. (laughs) 
Thank you. Wow. That from now on, will should you, we always call ta- time ta- of death? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I feel like actually weird that I like <laughs> showed the world that weird voice that I have like put into my life. Like this is not the first time I've obviously used that voice. This so. might be an episode that like I don't know. Have you done this lately? I've been on a weird kick where when I run on a podcast, I go back and listen to what we recorded a year ago from now. Oh, sometimes I listen. Because it's been fun for me to be like, what were we talking about a year from now? The same shit. Yeah. Or is it different? Um, It's a little different. I'm always like, oh, work was hard. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same. And I'm like, ah. And I'm like making weird noises. You're like, witches, Halloween. Yeah. (laughs) Spells. Yeah. Spells. (laughs) Um... Let's just get this shit over with. Okay. Well, uh, do we? I really have to use the restroom. Okay. I really have to use the restroom. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm never going to try again. Uh, no, I want to. Edit it out. Will you end with the Wicked music? Oh, yeah. Um, so just one more time. Tell them where um, they, uh, they can, can find, find us. us on Patreon.com slash The On Call Room. You can also follow us on Instagram at the On Call Room Pod, and please leave us a review on iTunes, uh, five star only. Or if you leave one less than that, like maybe just email it to us first. Don't like, and then we'll change our ways. But we won't. But just don't put it on there. We love you. Next week. A podcast about wicked <laughs> and parenthood oh. and <laughs> all right we love you guys so much and we <laughs> I need to fade it out or the two musics are gonna combine and it's gonna be horrifying to listen to we love you so much thank you wait for we listening. have to call time of death time of death is yes <laughs> I have to go pee so bad. It's 23.38. Oh my god, it's so late. Beep. Beep.